Welcome back to The Vibe, guys. I am so excited because I have my girl Dom on The Vibe. This is her second time coming on. She's actually my first reoccurring guest. And I'm super excited to have Dom on for many reasons. First, let me just preface by saying, if you don't know who Dom is, she is a meditation coach in New York City. And the first time we spoke was about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. And we were both, she was starting out her meditation um, company and I was going through my own trenches of life. We were both kind of going through it together. And, you know, upon listening to her episode a couple months ago, I was like, we totally need to do part two because we are not those people at all anymore. And it was crazy to listen back to and just like hear how much we've like evolved and changed since that time in our lives. So I thought it would be really fun to bring her back on and just talk about you know, self-growth, love, like what kind of brought us back to this like centered place. Cause I think it where we were before we were both like scrambling around and like not sure what to do, but just like trying to make it, we're, we're good soul people. We were trying to make it happen, but now we are like in a much more sure place. I'm sure in life we'll find more sure places, but I feel really good in my own self. I know you've been really feeling really confident in your own self. And I think it's so amazing and incredible to feel so empowered and something we've obviously vibed on super hard. So we wanted to bring that into this and make it about self-love and self-worth and kind of talk about what we've been doing and harnessing into our lives to create this and just also just being open books. We're going off the cuff and just being ourselves here. So this is just a fun one and Dom, Hi, babe. How are you? Hi, Max. Um, I just want to say I love that version of ourselves from last year. Like our versions of ourselves from last year, we're going through it. We were working through it and we were figuring it out. And that's why we get to feel in a good place now. Oh, my God. No, I I listened to that and I remember that day. We were both like crying. It was really tough. And we were like, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And like that, that's the people that I love. And I look at us now and I'm like, we fucking did it. (laughs) Like we're, we're, we're okay. We're here. We were chatting, laughing before. That wasn't us last time. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think it's cool to go through those downs and then have those high ups. Why would we not celebrate those wins? We were still chatting and laughing. We were just having like tears, good tears come down. Always. We're always chatting and laughing. I can't not, but I would be, I would be lying if I wasn't saying it was a rough time for me, for definitely me at least. That's a for sure thing. But you know, it took a while for that to come back. It even took until like just a few months ago to, to feel comfortable back in my own skin. And I know that both of our experience are different, which makes it such a good not episode a conversation to be had because you and I are not the same and our experiences are very different yet we feel the exact not the exact same very similarly and I love that no it was definitely it was definitely like a working through it vibe last time we met it was like we're still we're still we're in it we're we almost see it but like it's not no we're going to see it yeah we're like we're gonna we know that that it's there we're just, we haven't reached the point yet. We believe that it's there, but we haven't embodied it yet. That's where we were at. Exactly. Just turning my light on. As like the sun's setting and I'm like, oh, it's definitely going to be set by the, done, by the time we're done talking. <laughs> Mind you, Indy's like at the door, like, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not letting you in, bud. <laughs> not to the podcast, please. No, I love you, but not today. 
So let's get to it. How are you? What's going on? I want to talk all things connection, self-worth, whatnot, but talk to me about how you are. I just gave a whole spiel of like my own fucking shit, but I want to hear yours. You you have your own your own intro as well. Yeah, well, I don't know if people have listened to the previous episode, but for people I'm going to I'm going to post it before it. So it's like a twofer. If people haven't listened before, hi everyone. I'm Dom. I am a certified Tibetan Buddhist meditation teacher and a breathwork practitioner. And on a personal level, you know, like life's been good. I feel like this is uh, a moment of time where the past two years have been really diving deep into practices, understanding myself, therapy, self-love, all of these things. And every single, like, like we were just talking about, two years of practicing, laying down the seeds to be able to feel the harvest of yes. feeling better. And sometimes it was confusing and sometimes it didn't feel like it was right. Sometimes I was taking a bunch of steps forward and then a bunch of steps backwards. And now, like you're saying, like, I, I don't know if it's 2022 energy. I don't know what's coming in, but it just feels like good to be in this good space. And, and so we also working on a lot of passions. We, we did, we did, I don't want to just like use the, the words, the work, like so loose. I say that in quotes, the work so loosely, but like, I firmly think you and I both have been doing the work to like make ourselves better people. Yeah, I'm a double Capricorn, so I'm always I well, cannot. Well, I I just like don't you know. I, sometimes whenever I talk about doing the work to some people who don't like really get it, you know, um, I just like you know needed to say like I I I do think we've done the work. Like I can't not like you know I I I think you and I do so much self work that it's finally you know it does take almost reading and in, internalizing so many things to like have it come out and be like wow I came out on the other side and here we are and this is why we're doing it because people think that that meditation or yoga or whatnot can't get you through these like really rough times and that's like an entire falsity beyond belief and that's like why we're doing this <laughs> yeah I think people sometimes might not be aware of it right like before I feel like my path, I was like really lucky that like spirituality and these books and these lessons came to me in a very early age so that when I was going through it, like that's what I knew I needed to lean into. I knew that I could figure this out and that I just needed to find the support, therapy, like friendship, um, meditation, working out, doing all these things. But also like for the first time throughout those two years, I was consciously healing. It wasn't just like hoping for the good day. It was um, looking at my patterns, looking at my behaviors through a different lens. And instead of like doing the work of like, doing the work became so much bigger, more expansive. It wasn't just like the good things I was doing. It was also the space I was giving myself to cry, to love myself at my worst, to do all of these things. So I think it's, I think it's more of an awareness thing for people to be able to realize that a lot of the stuff that they're doing is the work, but it just needs to be taken through a different lens, a different perspective of it. I totally agree. And I feel like I feel like the best way for us to start this, because I know that once we start, we can get the ball rolling, is by talking about um, self-love, because I think that's a huge 
the one of the biggest things about healing is like loving yourself like truly deeply I know that's like such a thing that's like thrown around but like that is something I really want to discuss to start off and I know that after that everything I I just put bullet points usually I have a little bit more but I was like it's us we're good but let's like start there I think that's like a really good place to start let's chat self-love what do you want to talk about um I think we should just start with like the fact that like when you start to like like you can't love other people if you don't love yourself like you just can't like it's impossible yeah and I don't think for a really long time I was I loved myself and I wasn't allowing love in like I just don't I I I believe that to be true I think that you can love people, but you love them through a level of attachment or conditioning or the way that you were taught love, which isn't always necessarily the way that... But what about loving yourself? It's important to love yourself, but I don't... I, I think that you can love people before you learn to fully love yourself. I think that we're always on a journey of fully loving and learning about ourselves. And I don't think that there's like a point where it's complete and then we're ready to love people. I think it's a never ending process of learning how to love yourself in relation with people. And the most beautiful thing that can happen in relationships is finding and discovering a deeper level of self love for yourself and then seeing how it changes your relationships and seeing the love that expands within your relationships, you know? Because, like, I've been on a self-love journey. I mean, it got really heavy, like, over the past few years, but, like, forever. And I have friendships who have changed and evolved to learn how to love me better during it. And that's, like, the beauty of it. Like, the second that you start working on yourself and loving yourself, you get to see what love is really surrounding you because sometimes we feel guilty about loving ourselves sometimes we feel guilty about setting boundaries or being this new person or expanding into new areas but once you start to see the beauty of sure there's some people that are fading away but there's a lot of people who are still here supporting because they love something deeper than you thought that they loved um that just grows the love so I don't think it's like uh, my own personal perspective is that I don't think it's like you can't love anybody before you love yourself. I think that it's absolutely beneficial to love yourself in order to love other people deeper. I couldn't agree more. And for me, I was just saying that I was going through such a weird time where I didn't have love for me that I was like, I don't, I have, n- I'm, I have nothing to offer anybody. You know what I mean? Like I didn't feel. Yeah. It didn't feel right to give it, but you just mentioned something that um, really stood out to me. And it was, first of all, valuing your own self. I think that even us talking before about our the value of our work and what we do and whatnot, like that's something that like is held to such an esteem now that for me, it wasn't a year ago. I like wasn't even holding my own value of like my self-worth of like life of like what I what I deserve in like the world do you know what I mean like not even like romantic relationships just like what I thought I deserved in the world was just like not even like it's not it's not even normal (laughs) yeah I mean we like we have to like grow and learn to learn our worth and the so oh uh, this is what I was gonna say why do you think we feel so guilty to choose ourselves well, for me, I know it's the trauma. <laughs> I know, no, but really, I know from it's... yeah, from it, from your from your opinion or your experience, t- 
tell I want to like I'm like I have this I have an I have the issue too from it totally stems from my trauma but I also just like feel bad caring about myself which is so weird coming from a person who like loves self-care you know what I mean (laughs) yeah well you have to think about like the the way that we're communicated to in just like society but also like our parents like they they were never taught to care for themselves they were never taught to care for their mental health like my parents come from Poland and they're like people don't talk about mental health it's shameful or it used totally. to be at least when my mom was growing my parents were growing up it was shameful to care about your mental health like it was it was looked down upon and so like we're being raised by people who were never taught to care about themselves so how could they possibly teach us to care about ourselves right. and we're like built in a world that says like work harder work harder um and we're never taught like we're not taught this stuff we're not taught what our value is or how to value is such a weird concept right because you can have the same same product or the same same kind of thing two people teaching meditation two people teaching yoga and they're priced completely differently and it's all based on what they're offering totally and it's and, like it's also like the output that we put out there i think is just so valuable and i think like we i think last year i probably felt guilty sharing like the parts of me that were like maybe a little bit pricier that showed that i have excelled a little bit more as a human that i deserve xyz but like now i'm like no 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 i know what my worth is and it's not something i feel bad about at all whatsoever it's something that's like like we were saying before like either you can or you can't it's totally fine like this is what i this is who i am yeah, it's such a beautiful thing when we can start noticing like our reaction to valuing ourselves higher. And we can look at that as something because like in Buddhism, they teach that everything is empty of a nature, meaning that like we're just projecting meaning onto something, you know. Um, and I was telling you the story of how I figured out my first rate previously, which I won't say. Yeah. But um, <laughs> like having that as like knowing that whatever rate is empty of a nature, meaning that like, it's only your, your feeling about it. That's projecting that meaning onto it. You can start to see, Oh, why am I valuing myself at this when I want to be valuing myself at this? And is this true? Cause in some cases it could be true. In some cases you could be like, I want this X, Y, and Z business decision. So I'm going to value myself at this number and other situations you can be like, I need to value myself at this number because this is what I'm, I'm valued at here. So it's like this, the sooner that we can see that we can almost decide um, where we want to value ourselves and why is the moment that we can like start to play with that, like resistance that we first have with that sense of guilt of valuing ourselves. And you perfectly transitioned into what I was going to say after this, which is once you start not to care, the feeling of like losing that attachment to those like upset feelings afterwards. And just, I wrote in here, like not caring anymore, quote unquote, like, you know, like instead of like harping on those feelings of like, maybe someone doesn't want to hire you or like whatever it is, like actually just being like, you know what? It's totally okay. Like, it's okay. Like it's, I don't care. That's not, it's something that's going to be on my list of like, the things I I need to worry about today. And like, that's something before I think both of us would have been like, 
oh no, that's going to be in my pie of worries, of worries today. Like it's going to be in now, like for both of us to be able to say like, oh, I'm not going to let that even take in any more of my energy, like with a smile on our faces and like mean it, like it's, it, I know you mean it and I know you know I mean it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that it's like wonderful when you can allow people to be where they're at and help them still on their journey, right? And like offer them resources. Like that's what I try to do on my Instagram a lot. Like I know that for privates and for things like that, the places that most benefit me right now um, and my experience and what I want to do, some of the prices are a little bit high. And then in that case, then I try to offer as much information on Instagram, as much like free opportunities as I can through other situations um, to be able to balance that out. And if not, I have recommendations on where people can go to get a free meditation class and do that. But I think it's really important for people in general, but also uh, us as teachers, and maybe I want to say even women, because I've been having conversations with my girlfriends a lot. I feel that I feel the women thing too a lot recently. Yeah, to understand that we don't have to drain ourselves, like in order to be able to achieve something that we want, that it is so unbelievably important to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves, that our mind, bo- that we have time and that we have the energy to take care of our mind, body and balance, essentially, that we're not overworking ourselves for something just because we're scared or feel guilty to set a higher rate. That's something that for me as teachers is very important for me because how am I going to be able to teach that if I'm not doing it myself? I, I couldn't agree more. And it's just something that has been so interestingly prevalent in my life and it's kind of a godsend that now these situations are coming up or like opportunities because I probably would have valued myself at a lower value a year ago if I was given these opportunities and now I'm getting good faith I'm getting the best value ever and they're getting the best you know what I mean it's like it's the it's the synchronicity of the world and I guess a part of me really wants to remind people that you know in doing the work of like healing yourself because I think that's like a big theme I want like people to remember because I think there's so many people who don't want to talk about it who like absolutely won't even admit to that point but like I know for my own self like something that I think majorly healed me big total random example was I had I'm a big writer and I had just written so many I, I write in a in a diary every single day and I literally wrote what my last year was like and it literally shocked me that I was like okay with that like type of behavior or nonsense or like whatever was going on in my life and it took me like a year later reading that and to to like actually be like wow you deserve so much better and like you are the light and like what the fuck but like that was on I had to take it had to take me a year like it had to take me so long like it, it that's the gross baby a hundred like, no a hundred percent but I'm but that but that's why I'm sharing what help what what was what I remember being the fixing moment of my brain turning and saying oh no 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 sister like this is the moment you've been waiting for like all of your hope, your compassion, your whatever is down the drain now that you've seen. It's like I had, it, if I was reading this about somebody else, I would be like, 
fuck no like and like you need to stop now and like it was like crazy to read it back and like I almost like now I would never not journal because I'm like thank god that I'm it what a gift that I'm able to read like even though it was so it's a thank you next kind of thing but like that I'm able to read that and like it did change my whole like perspective of moving like for the new year of being like all right you just took this time you like saw now what you maybe you didn't see you're seeing things your eyes are opening your third eye has opened as well like and it made me like totally grow and like look at life way differently and it's crazy that it took that that moment in time you know what I mean but for me that's that's really what healed me was seeing my own I I literally looked at my own reflection and like just saw who the, what I was allowing myself to be, which was something so low. And that's why we're, when we talk about value, it's not just a money thing. It's a, it's a feeling inside of you. And, you know, um, it's, it's, it's easy to talk about the money part because it's such a, everyone can, everyone knows that we all have that in common. But, you know, in these moments for me, it was like that moment of really going back and, you know, of course, therapy, tons, you know, tons of therapy. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows that. But it's it was really going back and and reading it and seeing it myself and being like, wow, you're you're going to do so many things differently that you didn't do. And like, you're not going to act this way and you're going to move forward this way. You're not going to give a fuck about this. You're going to give a fuck about this. Like, you're not going to you know what I mean? And it was just interesting to go back and like it was hard as fuck. Like it was really it was really hard to like go back and read that. But it it's I firmly believe that's like what's helped me so much today. Is the journaling for me yes but that's only yeah. if you're someone who like intensely loves it like I wake up and that's the first thing I do I don't even look at my phone yeah I think that like the growth aspect of it is really really cool because like like you said the money is a cool aspect of it obviously valuing yeah. yourself and having it come out into the like real world is super awesome but the coolest thing the absolute coolest thing is like feeling it within yourself. But that's something that I feel like never ends, you know, like we're going to be going through this forever. I'm sure that there's a version of Dom five years from now that's 100%. right now that's like, oh, you sweet angel baby. Like you had no idea what was coming up. <laughs> it's so cute. No, I'm sure this is, that's what I'm saying. Like our last conversation was cute. Like it's actually like, it's, his, it's, it's hysterical to listen to because like, again, growth is really a crazy thing. One year is a crazy like, thing. I can't say this enough. Like I like getting to this point now makes me love the girl who was confused, makes me love the girl who was putting her heart on a platter, makes me love that girl so much more. And almost now I'm in a place where I'm like, you're, you are so well-intended. You need to give the self-compassion to yourself. And that's the biggest realization that I kind of came to was like, I also had like a wake up moment at the end of last year where I was like, oh my God, it's me. Like, I'm like, I'm the drama. I'm putting myself <laughs> into the situation. It's not the person that I think it is. The person I think it is, is just doing the, he's like, they're just doing them. You know what I mean? Totally. They're doing them. And I'm the one that's sticking myself into this situation. It's not their bad. And it's not like I was blaming myself. It was just more so of an awakening of being like, oh, I don't actually have to do this. Like, it's, I don't it's, have to. It's that awakening that we're both having that I wish people could, like, see that we're both going, like, we're both, like, jumping towards the screen, like, oh, my God. And it's, like, it's really, like, that feeling. Like, it's, like, literally someone, like, grabbing you by the shoulders and being, like, like, it's yourself doing it. But it's, like, so, it's, like, truly an out-of-body moment. You're, like, whoa, 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 whoa. 
everything I thought yeah. to be true is not true. And that was followed up by like a lot of smaller ones throughout the process of being confused, which is the beautiful thing that it's not just about this moment right here that we're having, which is like wonderful feeling, wonderful moment. But at the same time, like all of those moments become beautiful. You know what I mean? All of that confusion becomes beautiful. And then again, like then this becomes a pillar of like, I know, I know no matter what I go through, that I'll be able to get myself back into a place like this. Or I know that I have the tools now after going through something like that to be able to love myself through it. Cause that's the biggest thing that I think I was talking about on the last podcast was that like, and I actually don't remember, but this was the biggest thing that I was doing throughout those years was everything that I thought that was unlovable within me, I would try to find a way to love it, even yeah. if it didn't feel like my definition of love. So when I was confused, I would just give myself love when I was confused. When I was sad, I would give myself love when I was sad. And I never did that before then because I just ignored those feelings. And what it did for me I think was just like plant these wonderful steps towards being able to be like, this is me and I'm okay with this. And I know what my peace and my stillness feels like. So like, this is it. This is what I'm prioritizing. I'm prioritizing like feeling good, staying open, staying compassionate to other people and everything that they're going through and understanding that. But at the end of the day, like need to like take care of myself and make sure that I'm good so that I can care for people and give this love out like unconditionally. And since you've like in the past year, how, how do you think like your practice has changed? Because you've obviously anyone who doesn't follow Dom, like if you don't follow her, a lot's changed and her clientele is just really dope. How do you think like you have changed? Because I do think you've evolved and I, and I think you'll always, I think you'll always evolve. I think I will too. I would be upset if I don't evolve. I hope in a year we all re, we have this conversation and we're like, oh, silly girls last year. Um, but how do you think like your practice has really evolved? Because I really think in the past year you've like really gained, not only gained a great clientele, but you know your self-worth, you know what you want to be doing, you know what you, the future may hold for you. Like, what do you think di is different now than was then? This is the beautiful thing about meditation and all of these practices is that the practices didn't essentially like evolve. Like the practices themselves, I mean, I added some more stuff in, I'm doing yoga now, I'm doing breath work more, but those things stay the same. I'm still going to the same therapist. Now I go bi-weekly instead of weekly. I'm still meditating every day. My mind has changed, which makes the practice change. And that's all it is. So that's the most beautiful thing about these practices is that typically I think that people um, do them when they're in a low. And I was actually talking to one of my friends about this recently. We do the practices when we're in a low. And then when we're in a high, we're like, oh, I'm good. I don't have to do it anymore because I feel great. Right. And yeah. And but these practices are done through and through, and then you actually get to see how your mind is changing to your typical triggers and how you're transforming these things that once were a burden on your shoulders into something beautiful that is a lesson for your growth. And so the practices, like, I wish I could say like, oh, I got deeper, or I did this, I did that. They haven't changed, they stay the same. I, I have changed 
because of the result of these practices. And I love that that's how you answered because that's exactly how I wanted you to answer because that's like when people ask me, they're like, <laughs> no, people, no, no, literally. I, I was, it was like, I'm like, I was tricking you. Ha ha ha. No, but like people always say to me, they're like, what did you do to get so good at yoga? Like, what did you do to get so good at yoga? I'm like, I just practiced a lot. Like I just, I did it. Like I just sat in it and I did it a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot. And it's like, that's like the same thing with this. It's like, you have to keep doing it. You have to keep, it's a, it's a practice for that. There's like a reason. That's why I wanted you to be like, I didn't want you to have some like sappy little answer. I wanted you to be like, no, no, I just, I just had to do it a lot. Like it didn't, it didn't evolve. I evolved. And that's like what happens. Like, it's not like the practice doesn't change. The pra- yoga didn't change. I changed. No, that's, it, it, that's also the most beautiful thing about it is that like the practice stays the same. So you can really see how your mind is changing as a reflection point like to it and like I have people come to me as meditation students all the time and they're like I can't meditate I can't still my mind and I'm like have you ever meditated before and they're like no and I'm like why are you setting that expectation for yourself you would not go to a gym and be like I can lift 350 pounds like I've never done this before why are you expecting to not be able to meditate? Like that's just the way that the mind keeps you from doing these practices. And it's actually so beautiful because meditation is such a neutral thing, right? The practice of sitting and being with your mind for 15, 20, 30 minutes, or even less if you're just starting out is, is not, it's neutral. It doesn't, it doesn't have any like, any like connotation to it, but our minds create the connotation to it. So if our minds are in a good place, of course we wanna meditate, or of course we think it's a good time to meditate. But when our minds are crazy, then we're like, oh, we're the worst meditators. I'm bad, I'm bad. And what I would try to teach people is that the practice does not judge you. It shows you where you're judging yourself. That's what the beautiful thing is, because you can then work with that and recognize that this is just thinking that you are applying to yourself. It's not actually real. I love you so much. It hurts. I love. I no, love, it's just like the way that you speak is like so like, like that's exactly why you should be doing exactly what you're doing because you speak with such like grace and vigor and like, like points that like are like, I just I, I just think I just I just love you. I feel like so fucking grateful with that with the way that you said that. It made me like it, I immediately thought of this the daily celebrations of self. I feel like that's something you've really been incorporating like majorly into your life, like the little like daily celebrations. And I love for you to like talk about that a little as we, we have like, I would say 15 minutes to like chat it up. I know, (laughs) I know it's a crazy thing, but I would love to talk about that because I feel like people do not celebrate themselves daily that way or like find the joy or whatever it may be. And I'd love to talk about ways that like not you have, but again, this is just like, whatever you want to say say whatever it worked for you cool like it doesn't no one has you know what I mean it doesn't mean it's gonna work for someone like what works for us may not work this is just us being like open books of humans that are just sharing that information that's amazing to know that to know it's real that to know that it does work if if you allow it to that if you do open up and make space for the good that it's possible as woo woo as it may sound (laughs) everyone's journey is different everyone can come into this space with different modalities but the way that i look at meditation the way that our minds work is a lot like i like to compare it to the way that 
any habit, any muscle works, right? You focus on something, you work in a certain direction, and then inevitably through practice, you get the hang of it. So with meditation, it's like you put your focus onto something and then you grow that within your experience because we are just thoughts, conscious thoughts going and what we focus on creates the feelings within our body and the experiences that we're having. Self-celebration is one of, if not the most impactful things, even before I was meditating that I was doing that. I mean, I picked up a book in college that started my journey. And one of the things that they talked about was like the power of positivity. And I'm not saying like toxic positivity. I don't want anybody repressing themselves because that's a whole nother level that I'm like, don't go down. But the act of being able to feel the feelings that you're going through, to acknowledge that, yes, I'm sad, but hey, I love myself anyway. Hey, I like this sweater. Hey, today's a sunny day. It doesn't mean that those things go away. It doesn't mean that you're ignoring them or repressing them or acting like they don't exist because that that is something about spirituality that I want people to get like very clear. Do not ever do that. Do yeah. not ever repress, ignore, or whatever. Reframe certain things about yourself. And through that, you'll start to have realizations and find support as you do that. But when I talk about self-celebration, sorry, that's a whole preamble. No, 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 no. I love, like, I want you to free, I want you to just do you. When I talk about self-celebration, like, people sometimes think that I have nothing, like, oh, you're telling me to celebrate myself. I have nothing to celebrate. I mean, celebrate, make it up, make it up, celebrate every single second. When I was at my lowest, I would celebrate the fact that I opened my eyes. I would celebrate the fact that I drank water. I would celebrate the fact that I got out of bed. I would celebrate the fact that, I don't know, I made my bed. It would be the tiniest things. And those moments give you this like lift and you can be grateful for those things. Those are all things that we have. Who is telling us that we that we don't have permission to be grateful for the smallest things? Totally. Who is who is telling us that? We are allowed to make up what we're grateful for. And those small self-celebrations will allow you to lift yourself up out of really deep lows if you do them consistency, consistently, if you catch yourself doing them, and if you're celebrating yourself through the process. I remember this one time, not this past one, but when I had, I was in a really big low after college and I had just been crying for eight months straight. I was having identity crisis. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. (laughs) Everything seemed so dreary. And there was one point that like I hit a wall and I was just like screaming, crying one day alone in my house, my parents' house, because I was living at my parents. Um, They weren't there. And I was like, enough is enough like I can't talk to myself like this anymore like this is so why am I being so mean to myself why am I being so awful to myself so I dedicated myself I was like today's the last day I'm going to be mean to myself I'm not doing this anymore and I walked out into my car I was supposed to pick up somebody from the airport and I get into my car my car's a mess obviously I hadn't been in a good mental space and I looked at that car and I was like of course the first thought that got used to being a habit in my mind because I was in a low period was like, oh, your car's so messy. It's so dirty. Like your mess, your life's a mess. You don't know where you're like, it just goes and it goes in spirals and it continues. And I was like, and I caught it and I was like, no, I love cleaning my car. And I clean my car because I am like, 
I take care of myself and I deserve a clean car. And like, look at me cleaning my car. That is literally what I said to myself. And what I tell this story all the time because it's such a silly, silly story. I felt like Oprah for the first, like I felt like the high of my life after having cleaned that car, I felt like such a self sense of accomplishment after cleaning that car. And then I continued bringing, that was just the first step. And then I continued bringing that mindset to my job hunt that ended up getting a job within a month, then continued that to my life. I had just spent eight months crying. And then within five months, I had moved into the city. That was always my dream of moving in. I had a job that was paying me well. I had a wonderful team and I had wonderful friends that I was spending time with. And it was just from that one moment of me being like, enough is enough. I cannot do this anymore. And I have to be kind to myself. And this is why I get jazzed up about being kind to yourself, loving yourself. This is why I promote it so much on Instagram because it can absolutely change your life. It can absolutely change your life. I couldn't agree more. And it's funny. I remember like one, I don't know what day I was having a bad day. There's so many times I'm having a bad day, but you were like, you like always send me, I, I, I was, I literally probably said, Dom, I'm having a bad day and I'll never forget. You were like, it's going to be okay. And then I guess I didn't answer for like 20 minutes and you sent me a song and it was a-okay. And it's literally the go-to song that I listen to every single time that I'm just like feeling a vibe. And I'm like, every time I feel that, and it's the only reason I bring that up is because it's almost like you embedded in my head. Uh, like if you're not available or if you're not around, like listen to this song, listen to this, like this is a good vibe of a thing. Like things are going to be, and the lyrics are like just so great. They're just like so cute and real and adorable. But it's like something that like people forget, like the impact you have on other people could be the tiniest thing of being, mentioning a song and being like, oh wow, that was like months ago. They still listen to that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like some people don't realize how impactful the content you share, first of all, and like the things you do. And, And I feel like you're one of those people and you mentioned Instagram so much that you really do mindfully put out such good things, whether it's via text, whether it's via social media for the whole world to see, like you put out good things that like are not one-sided, are not, I don't know, you do a really, really good job of making sure that like you do use your platform to, to share those type of things and to like do share that things are going to be okay. And I say that from my own self, but I do say it from a stance of looking on the outward because one, I did ask my friend who's here who doesn't know you because I just wanted to know what she thought of like, which, what she thought, because I was like, I need, I would love to know if you think like, what do you think of this girl? That's literally what I said. Could have been like, could, she could have thought you were like a, an ex's ex, you know? <laughs> and like, it says a lot for a random person to be like, oh my God, this girl seems like really cool. She seems like really happy. She seems like this. And it's not to say that people should judge social media because you should not. But what I'm no. saying is that you really put out things that are real and true to you. And with that, I think it's super, I was actually talking about this on a girl who just, was just on my podcast, how social media does play such a big role and, and like TikTok specifically has played such a big role. And I think it's really, admir- it takes a lot to look at that much type of content, first of all. Like it is a lot to find it and, and get and get it and whatnot and whatnot. And I think it's really important. I think people for really do as much as we're on our phones, like I think people do forget that they don't realize like how much of an impact like what you're consuming into your soul is. Like I'm, I feel lucky and grateful that the people I love all have a very similar mentality, but I can't imagine other people who don't and don't have that energy in their life. So like 
tell me what your vibe on social media these days and like what you're feeling like is like the move to go. I am, I am in a good place with social media right now because I'm in a good mental space. My social media tactic, and this has always been my social media tactic. I've always seen social media as a tool and then we place meaning onto it. So we can decide that like social media is bad or good. It's just something that showcases human nature. So for me, the way that I use my platform is let's share authentically let's be real let's show the high moments and say that it's okay to show the high moments but also show the moments that we're going through it and give and try to give optimistic like hope because i'm i'm a very hopeful person so even when i'm in my lows i i know that there's going to be another side of it i've gone through enough lows yeah to know that there's another side of it but that doesn't mean i'm gonna pretend like everything's okay i'm like crying. but there was totally like, one point in your life where you thought it's never going to be okay. Do you know what I mean? There's only been like one point, And I think it was like right after, well, it was right after college where I was like really hopeless and I could not get out of that spiral. Now, since I gotten out of that spiral, now I know that like, it's just a matter of there's a puzzle piece that's not fitting and it's going to fit. And when it fits, it's going to be awesome. But that's what I hope to do through social media. So I see social media as a route to reach more people with more love. With Which more you so are. Like, that's what I'm saying. What's, like, your fucking secret sauce? Because not that many people, like, have that. Like, everyone can do social media. We can all make a reel. We can all, like, do all those things. But, like, you have a way of, like, captivating. Like, you, that's why I said, like, I had... Yeah, 100%. That, that's I li- know that. Yeah, literally. I, my friend Amanda, I, I'll, after this, I'll tell her that you're the one I was having on this, but she's totally going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> like, why didn't I you love, tell me? I love, a, I grew up in marketing. Like, that's my, that's my corporate yep. work. Um, I love aesthetics. I love creating. And it was just, the more that I, because at first it was hard to share that love with social media because of course I had to learn how to love myself as that person. So like, I was like, Oh, will people judge me? Is this too emotional? Is this yeah. too much? Is this that? And so I had to get through what I like to call my own bullshit to be able to show up as love for others. And that's the process of everything. That's the process of self love too. It's like, what bullshit do I need to unearth to show up more authentically as myself? Because that's only going to benefit other people. And so that is my process with like social media. When it comes to when I'm in a bad space with social media, I, I, for a while, like I did the, you know, I did the game of like, oh, I can't block them because you know, what will they think? Or I can't mute them or I can't do this. I'm over it. Like if I, if you are not, and this doesn't mean that has anything bad to do with them. If I know that you are not a good place for me to look and I can't, for the life of me, can't help myself in the moment, I'm going to do what I have to, to make sure that my mental health comes first. And that means I have to make you feel awkward that I blocked you. Like, that's okay, because it's not anything to do with you. It is something to do with me caring for myself. And that's just boundaries. So if I have to unfollow people, if I have to completely curate my Instagram to have only people that I I love that I follow. We have to look at the things that we're consuming every single day and consider like, is this the most beneficial thing for me? And if I want to consume it, and if it's not beneficial for me, why do I want to consume it? That's the question. And there's no right answer, but like, that's the question that we can start asking ourselves. I love that you mentioned like 
why you stopped following someone or whatever. Like, I, I know I can say this on here because I had a guest on here, love her so much, Lisa Haim, you know who you are, because I just said it. Um, and she started off my podcast saying, you know, I, I stopped following you for a while. And I was like, no, like I, I didn't. And she, and she was like, do you want to know why? And she's a very like, I'm obsessed with her. She's a very to the point person. Love and it. I was like, why? And she was like, because like, I just like was comparing my life to yours a lot. And like, it didn't feel right. And like, it didn't, it took me a while to like realize your intentions and like who you were and like, that you were, she was like, you are a really like sweet, kind person. You were, she was like, but for a while it triggered me. She was like, I don't know why or what, like, she was like, I don't know why, but she was like, and then I got to like really know you and like, you really let me in. I was the one who was like stubborn first, but she was like, I didn't, I like followed you, unfollowed you, followed you, unfollowed you. And she was like, but I had to protect myself because obviously yeah. I wasn't, ha- I was seeing something within myself, but it was so interesting. I didn't like, I never noticed that. I was like literally, I, the episode's hysterical because I'm like, I really thought all was good. I never thought anything but love. And she was like, exactly. There was something with me. It wasn't you ever. And she was like, I'm glad you didn't notice. But it's so true. Like people like harp in on that. And sometimes people have to remember it's really just like about that other person. And like wanting. Yeah. And, And the more you give yourself permission, it can work vice versa. The more you give people permission to be themselves and take care of themselves, the more permission you give yourself to be yourself and take care of yourself. Like people are allowed not to like you. People are allowed not to like me. Like totally. that's okay. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to force myself. Or I'm not going to force you to like me. That's completely okay. I would love to be liked by you. I feel like I'm a very likable person, <laughs> but if you don't, I totally understand. And there's no bad blood because you need to do what you're going to do to take care of yourself. You know, like you're going to do what you need to do. And in that same respect, I've done what I needed to do in the past to take care of myself. And I've still loved like the most beautiful thing about Buddhism and learning about compassion and all of these practices is getting ourselves to a point where there's no bad blood about somebody being like, hey, you're not for me. And you being like, totally respect. I get that we're we're two completely different people who are from different places and like, Totally. I, might be doing, I might be doing something unintentionally that's like triggering you and you might be like just not about it like that's okay nothing like but love on your journey right like that's awesome and I genuinely mean that I don't mean like nothing but love like a few. like <laughs> I mean like cool we met in this time you taught me a great lesson if it is that somebody that's a deep connection you've taught me a great lesson and I wish you the best like yeah that's all I can hope for you Yeah, it's crazy because that's also a huge part that I've learned about growth and self-love is that a lot of people don't have the capacity to do that, to, like, love someone, leave them, and wish them well. Um, It's a hard thing to do. To be fair, to be very honest and authentic and fair, it's not always, like, love and light in the beginning. It's like... I was just saying, I'm just saying, as easy, as as great as that one way sounds, I just had to put out the other side of it that it, it can be so fucking hard for a lot of people for sure for me it's always the end goal so i know anything that i'm going through that my end goal yeah my end goal is always to have nothing but cordial feelings and i know now that i've processed my emotions now that i've meditatively felt my emotions and gone through them 
I know that emotions are fleeting. And I know that the second I learn a lesson and I truly root down and ground it and embody it, that I won't have any negative feelings towards that person anymore. I might decide that I don't want them in my life anymore. I might decide that I don't want to put myself in that situation anymore, but I won't have any emotions to them because I have transformed the trigger within myself. So they can't trigger me anymore. And so, yeah, that's also, but that's also a magical thing. When so when that when someone finally doesn't trigger you, it can even be like a fucking family member. Like my mom triggers me all the time. You know what I mean? It's so beautiful. That's when you like, oh, that is the best feeling when you can start to see that. Or that they've like, but that's the thing. Like we also look at these people and we think like, oh, we don't like this person or we don't like this person. These people are beautiful lessons. They are beautiful opportunities to learn lessons and learn like everything's empty of a nature people reflect to you where you can show yourself more love, where you can ask yourself, why is this triggering me? And what can I do to heal this place that is triggering me? You know, like, yeah, sorry. I was like just zoning out on that thought. No, I was in your thought. I was literally like, yeah, healing. No, I just think it's like, again, something that like, you know, it would, I just, again, would be, it would be awful of me to not mention that part of also healing that it's really hard for people to also wish people well, that they like, love. you know what I mean? It's that's, Uh, that act is also extremely hard, but that's why when you can finally do it, it's such a like loving feeling. Cause you're like, no, no, no. I really, when you're like, no, I mean it not like peace out. Fuck you. It's like, it took you a really long time to actually say it. Like, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like at this point in my life, like it's like when you finally have reached that place where you're like, no, 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 I really wish you all of the best. Like that's all I wish you. And and you don't even need to prove it. Like it's also getting to that place in your life where like, you don't need to prove anything. Like you, like there are so many moments in my life that like, I have felt, and I'm sure every single human, girl, guy, trans, whatever you identify with, has felt this of just like, are you enough? Like, are you doing enough? Are you saying enough? Are you feeling enough? Are you, doesn't matter like who who you are or what it is. It's like, and to finally know that like, to like look within yourself and be like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good with what I've given you. I'm good with us. I'm good with where we stand. Like I actually mean it. And that's all it is. And to know that within yourself and know that like, you're going to sleep well at night and you're going to like move on with your day. Like those are some feelings that sometimes you never know will leave you. Like for me, there were times that like, I would forget, like I, I know for, there was a specific fight with my mom and I once that like, I forgave her, but I didn't actually forgive her. And like, you know, I didn't actually forgive her. And like, I remember the feeling so well because I know what actually forgiving someone feels like now. And like, obviously we're, 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 we're fine now and moved on. But when you get to that place of like actually understanding something and actually connecting the dots of where things come from or why you did or said or acted in whatever way, that's also a wonderful thing. That self going back to where we started literally an hour ago, self-awareness having that self-awareness like as we end this self-awareness to like know those certain actions and like how you're making yourself feel and how you're making others feel around you is like really also an amazing thing and to know like to know in your soul like I'm not doing the wrong thing I am doing the right thing I'm doing the right thing for me I'm doing the right thing for humanity and to like really feel that within you and like that takes a lot 
I think that's very rare for people to find. And I feel like we're two people who have really found, like, even in people's messiest parts, like, like a lot of, like, love for them and compassion. Like, I don't think I know two people who, like, wish two of their worst people a lot more love. Like, I really don't. And it's, like, something that I really hope people lean into more when they listen to this episode is like that that is something that you can also allow yeah I think it goes to a level of self-love right because when you and I've said that word probably like 10 times on this podcast by now but it's like one of the no but that's like that's like what we that's literally what our main thing is (laughs) (laughs) self-love when you're like forgiving people when you're allowing people to do these things and you're not the whole process, it's not like, and this is a thing that I did, and so maybe I'm like talking about it and nobody else relates, but I would try to get it right on the first shot all the time. Like I would try to heal the breakup. I would try to heal the relationship with the parents. I would try to figure everything out, fix it. I want to fix it right away. The practice of self-love is allowing yourself to, through the process, make those mistakes, bring awareness to them and be like, I want to do something differently next time. I want to do something differently next time. And being okay with admitting that you are not okay yet. That was one of the most powerful things that I recognized through like one of my last heartbreaks was like, I kept on trying to tell myself that I was over it, that I was done. And I was lying to myself and it was making me go through more pain because I was pretending that it was over but when it's over, it's over. Right. And you don't have to pretend and you don't have to say these loud words and you don't have to lie to yourself. So I got into a point where I was like, I'm done lying to myself. Like I'm okay with being the vulnerable one. I'm okay with doing this because this means I love myself enough to not lie to myself. And when I get to a point where it is healed, then it'll be healed. And I don't have to rush that because life will tell me when it's healed. Luckily, it's healed now, but like, (laughs) I got it. But then you know, then you know when you're done, and when you know when the lesson's been ingrained, and it's like, thank you, thank you so much for that lesson. I've thoroughly learned it. Yeah. I thoroughly learned it. And now I'm ready to go into the next thing. And I think that's like something I really kind of want to end on is that I think a lot of people, especially again in this really weird, bizarre time, you know, every day something new is happening in this world, is to just like, kind of have that direction of like wanting to bring in like only good energy and good and when I say that I don't like again I don't mean it in just like a woo -woo way I mean it in the kind of way where like you're intentionally putting your energy out there you're intentionally making conscious when you have conscious collective like you're consciously thinking about these things like you're consciously like showing yourself that love first when you're in that fight with your parents taking your time coming back to it like I always say like give your like cool down give yourself a minute like there's a reason why people have said do that and it's like so crazy when you finally come to your own realization and I hope that in this people can kind of like give them their own self a little love and a little acknowledgement and a little maybe light into their own lives that like even my own self I think about certain things like the light is out the light is off like in the living room and Indy's there and I'm like oh I should have probably left the light on and I'm thinking to myself I'm already thinking these things and I'm thinking to myself now he's fine he's a dog like he's lived like you know what I mean like he's fucking fine like he's but we have to like remind ourselves that like even in those moments where I'm like 
oh, I feel bad. And then I'm like, no, it is, he's fine. It's going to be fine. We like, don't do that enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you just like, are like, okay, this is it. And then next time you'll leave the light on. Exactly. <laughs> next, exactly. Next time. It's totally fine and right now. We don't have to play this blame game. We don't have to go down the spiral of being like, I'm a bad dog mom. I'm an awful person. Yes. I'm like all of this stuff. We can just say, damn, I should have left the light on. Exactly. I'll leave it on next time. That's like, it felt like a perfect, like, I don't know why, but when I just looked at that, I was like, I feel like this is the perfect example for people to get what I mean. That like, it doesn't have to be in that moment. Like, I don't need to be like, pause, we'll talk in five minutes. I'm going to go put the light on. I don't need to. But I do think it's like an important thing that people can remind themselves that like, it's okay the next time in life. Like, that's what the lessons are for. So next Next time, time, so next time you do something differently next time i'll remember to leave the light on for him i love that leave the light next time i'll leave the light on and i love that i love i love john mayer too so that's a a great moment to leave on but you know dom i really love you i really think both of us have been on a really crazy self-worth journey and i think it's really dope to know both of our self-worth i think we're both very confident humans in who we are I also think we're huge obviously empaths who can you know curl up in a ball and you know feel other people's feelings extremely hard which is I think one of the harder parts about feeling being being us is that I feel for feel the way other people's pain sometimes which I love and hate about myself at the same time it's a gift and a curse you know like to feel that but it's also I think for both of us we are able to stabilize and hold other people's energy really well and I know that in this episode people will definitely feel that and be able to harbor and harness that energy and I know that also sharing that first episode and having this one to listen to on on the other side of just like hearing us banter no rhyme or reason to this episode just pure banter of like what we feel of how things have been and and I just think it's really important I hope you know I know that you know that I've said it to you I'm really proud of you and I'm proud of Conscious Collective and anyone who obviously listens is going to follow that and I just want to hear your last bit of what you feel about self-love and self-worth and where you think you've come in a year and also like where people just in time like how things do just like unfold and unravel in the right way if you just allow it like allow just like allowing it yeah I think the biggest lesson or like the biggest tip that I can leave about self-love is just like I've already said this but do it do it in the lows even if it doesn't feel real even if it doesn't feel like your current definition of self-love you can expand what your definition of self-love is and you can do it continuously through the process and you can learn different ways to love yourself and what that means and enjoy the many different flavors of you, the confused you, the scared you, the sad you, and learn how to love those aspects, learn how to work with that or at least give yourself time to accept yourself because this is just a part of life. Like right now, we're in a good place, but that doesn't mean again that something won't come our way and we'll be in this good place forever. That's just life. Like we go through highs and lows. And so learning this practice of being able to love ourselves through it provides us a foundation to at least hold ourselves and allow other people to also hold us too, because that's another big part of it. If you're always used to being the one that has it all figured out, that's always there. That's always good for everybody else. Allowing other people to love you and allowing yourself to receive love is one of the most beautiful things that you can do as well it just grows 
the feeling of love and support and connection around you. I love that. And literally the last episode, you literally mentioned that about like loving your feelings, like loving the like the happy, the sad, the whatever. And like, that's a perfect way to end it because I hope people do remember that. Like, look, cause no matter what, we're going to get angry. We're going to get upset. We're going to have those moments. No, it's life. So on that note, love yourself, no matter what feeling you're in, know your worth, know yourself, know that it's a long journey, but it's a journey that's well fucking worth it. Yeah. I love it. I love you. Thank you for coming on the vibe and being with me. Thanks for having me. (laughs)